Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We have some breaking news as far as the future of the West Virginia Mountaineers program goes. And while you're listening or watching this, it might not be breaking news to you any longer, but it's news and it's finally a path forward, whether you like it or not, I guess. West Virginia has hired a new athletic director. They've also announced that Neil Brown will remain on for at least another season as head coach of the Mountaineers. I'm Mike Oste. This is... WV Sports Now, and also, of course, my show here, Mic Drop, brought to you by the Believe Network as well. And I wanted to be able to have a conversation with somebody who knows WVU's new athletic director to kind of try to paint the picture and clear up some confusion that I feel like is out there amongst Mountaineer Nation on a name that was not really brought up by any of us, I'll admit. Prior to today, I got a phone call, and I and I say today, the day of the breaking news, so Wednesday, I got a phone call this morning about this Ren Baker that I did, did some research on and heard it a little bit, heard the name a little bit. You know, you check box scores of what North Texas is doing, but obviously not as familiar as some other names. And he ends up being the guy. But when you read up on Ren Baker, I'm impressed. So I want to bring on my guest, which will be Brett Vito, who is the North Texas beat writer with the Denton Record Chronicle. And Brett, first off, I definitely appreciate you taking the time. I know you're just as busy as I am on, on this type of day. But before we get fully into the story of Bren Baker for the Mountaineer audience, how surprised were you maybe on the other side of this coin of this news, it seemingly came as a surprise to West Virginia fans and media that he is the guy. It's been a search for a couple weeks now, but is this something that you guys thought, okay, it's a natural progression. He was going to get a power five job. West Virginia was open. It makes sense. They're probably looking at him or was it, we were thinking we were going to keep progressing with this man. And then all of a sudden this news hits. I think it was just a matter of time before a power five school snatched up Ren Baker. I think it was a foregone conclusion. He was going to go okay. somewhere. It was a matter of when, not if, uh, because Ren Baker is really a rising star in college athletics. Seems like it. Yeah, he's seems like it. He's done a tremendous job everywhere he's ever been. He, he may not have been a name that uh, the people from West Virginia might have thought about, but we've had this go on, you know, where Ren was rumored to be, you know, being looked at for this power five job, that power five job. I know he's turned down opportunities to go a lot of other different places. He's a guy that's really highly respected across college athletics. And, you know, this was finally the one that he ended up deciding to chase and the one that he ended up deciding to take. Now, did I think that, you know, that West Virginia was going to be the place he landed? No, I didn't think that. I mean, he's got so many connections to Oklahoma State, um, Missouri, places like that, you kind of think, okay, in, in college athletics, it's kind of like, okay, where had these people been before? Like, you know, when you right. coach, was there some assistant coach that was like a big time, 
you know, asset to the program that you think, okay, the next natural progression is he gets the head coaching job someplace he's been before. This wasn't one of those instances, but it makes a lot of sense for Ren Baker to take a power five job at this point. Yeah, you're looking at the resume. It absolutely makes sense for him to take a power five job in Memphis and Missouri and then doing what he's been doing at North Texas in 2016 and now gets this opportunity. This is a a legit step up for him personally. But when you look at his age, what he's done, and this includes finances with the athletic program, booming the overall program, not just the football program, putting a lot of those programs on the map, certainly vying for conference titles. It's an impressive resume for sure. Again, speaking with Brett Vito, who is our North Texas beat writer with the Denton Record Chronicle, and he's certainly been familiar with Ren Baker. Now, you weren't surprised he eventually would get the job. You weren't hearing any rumblings the WVU was going to be calling and this WVU job would be happening with him prior to today? No, No, I mean, this kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, yeah, okay. So we're on the same page there. I also think so. So, okay. This is one of those things. I mean, obviously they were there was a lot of stuff that went on behind the scenes that they were able to keep quiet and, you know, more power to them because clearly this was all in the, had been in the works for some time, because if you think about it and this isn't uncommon, you know, clearly they had made their decision. Okay. We're going to go with Ren Baker. Right. And then clearly they decided, okay, well, we're going to, we're going to leak the news to our big national outlet, our preferred national outlet or guy that we know or whatever. So yeah, the big national outlet gets, gets the big uh, jump on it. I think it was what it was sports illustrated. I think. It was. Oh yeah. That's, uh, yeah. Yeah. So the guys at sports illustrated more power to them, you know, so they ended up getting the jump on it, but you know, right away, you know, North Texas has got its ducks in a row to have a statement put out by one, you know, West Virginia has got its ducks in a row to have, you know, their thing go out, you know? So, I mean, this was all clearly in the works. It was just kind of kept under wraps and it didn't leak anywhere before. Right. Uh, you know, the big national outlet and kind of ran it out there. And that's kind of, a lot of times that's the way it ends up working. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's the way all these major hires work really, whether it be college pros, really anything when you get to this level for sure. And honestly, I don't know if you read West Virginia's statement yet that's out there now about retaining Neil Brown for another season. If you read that statement, Brett, it literally says in there, based on talks that, that Ren, Neil, like they, these people have been talking clearly for days on end. So clearly this has already been a thing and this decision was made and they've been getting on the phone and WBU and Neil Brown and Ren Baker, you read that message, it clearly says they've been talking already, already had the communication, already decided to move forward, already have a path forward. It doesn't happen in 25 seconds. Obviously, this has been decided for a while. But again, yeah, more power to them because it's very hard in this day and age to kind of keep things under wraps to everyone. We're putting all of the names out there. And then it ends up being Ren Baker. Again, Brett Vito joining me here on Mic Drop on WVSN. As we have the store, we have all the coverage there. It is the breaking news. It is the major news. And now you at least have an answer about the future of the West Virginia Mountaineers. Neil Brown, another season at least. And then Ren Baker heading up the athletic department, taking over for Shane Lyons. Now, Ren Baker is, as you mentioned, a name that not everybody around the country has been yet familiar with. You guys obviously very familiar. He is also a name that if you read the resume, very reasonable to get this opportunity now. And it seems like a natural progression for him. Seems like a guy that is quickly, rapidly progressing up the ladder in terms of administration, in terms of college athletics. 
So tell West Virginia fans who heard Ren Baker and said, wow, everyone who covers this team is bringing up six or seven other names. We got endorsements from former players and, and notable figures of all these other names. I see the resume. I can do a Google search. But but why Ren Baker doesn't give you the flash maybe of some other names, but who is he to West Virginia fans who are unfamiliar? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the big question for West Virginia fans because, I mean, you know, I mean, he was well-known in this part of the country within the athletics realm. Right. But even, you know, even before he took the North Texas job, I don't think he's a, he's a name a lot of people really knew around the country. The thing with Ren is he's just had this amazing ascent from kind of out of nowhere all the way up to the top of college athletics. I mean, the fun, the fun story about Ren, and you can look back this, we wrote the huge feature when he took the job years ago, but you know, this guy was like, you know, he played high school basketball and then he went to Southeastern Oklahoma state, which was close to where he was from. And he went there and he was like a computer science major and he got to, you know, and he was, you know, he was in a, in a meeting with a professor and the professor was talking to another woman, another lady. She had to be in this meeting as well. Cause Rim was like, had a very, had his college paid for through scholarships. And part of okay. the deal was he had to go to these, to these meetings and talk to, you know, other students about, about their lives and things like that. And this professor, you know, told, was telling this other, you know, woman, to, you know, the, the thing about college is to chase your dreams. And at the time, Ren was like a computer science major. And he kind of took that to heart. And he decided his real passion was basketball. And long story short, he ends up, you know, kind of being a, a manager, kind of, you know, kind of working with the basketball team there. And he parlayed that into being, a, a, you know, a student assistant with Eddie Sutton at Oklahoma State. And then he, you know, he then he got out. So he did all that. And he ended up when he got out of school being the, um, the principal of this wow. tiny little high school in Oklahoma where he, went I, I didn't read that yet. So I'm glad yeah, we're so, talking. I mean, he's, so wow. he's the principal, you know, he's like the big administrator of valiant schools at, okay. at like 23 or 26, something like that. And wow. then lo and behold, out of the blue, he gets a call from Rogers state, which is starting in, you know, a college athletics program. And they hired him to be the coach and the AD at Val at this uh, small college NAI school at Rogers State. And while all this, so you know, he gets on at Rogers State and he coaches for a year, has some success. He decides to go. Hey, I think I'm a, better as an administrator. And the rest is history. You know, he does real well at Rogers State in administration. Then he parlays that into getting a job, being a D2 athletic director at Northwest Missouri State. So he does well there. He parlays that into going to Memphis. Memphis leads into Missouri, you know, and so he's he's been a high level athletic department official who's never run a run a place. Well, you know, then North Texas gives him the opportunity to run a department, and he comes in and makes a bunch of really good hires, raises a ton of money, and you know, kind of elevates North Texas as a program. And then all of a sudden, he lands on the on the radar for all these programs across the country looking for ads, and he's his name kept coming up and kept coming up. There were a couple of the of the major programs, if you're aware and can say that that maybe were in rumors. I don't know. I, I I'd have to go back and look because there okay. were things. There were ones we didn't write. You know, right, right, right. Yeah. Okay, well, Ren his you know people have kicked the tires on Ren at this school and that school, and he didn't pursue this job and that job. But I mean, he was clearly on the radar for 
for bigger and better things okay. in college athletics. And then, you know, this was finally the opportunity he took, which was, you know, I, I wouldn't have guessed West Virginia to tell you the truth. I was thinking, you know, maybe he'd hang on for Oklahoma state if it ever right. came over or something like that. But do you, you know, do you think then it's more of, because uh, yeah, that's a wild ride. You could write, you could write a movie off of, off of that ride there where you randomly thrown to be a coach with really out without playing or coaching experience, even though it's low level. And then you have this tremendous success. So I do want to get how he did it at North Texas here in a moment, but do you think it was maybe that he saw, okay, this is the 15th winningest program ever. They're down. They've had tons of success. The most prominent former athlete who's in media right now of Pat McAfee is a mouthpiece for this program. He's bad-mouthing it now, but let me turn that around and, and speak positively, and that could be a positive thing for me. I can't turn this down. That it, that it, it Is that maybe the thinking? If you didn't think it was a fit – and he thought he would hold out for other jobs because he clearly would be able to be in North Texas as long as as he, as he would want to be there, maybe even get other opportunities based on this resume and from what you're saying. Then why do you think West Virginia was something that he bid on as quickly as they were interested in him in their search? You know, I think that's an interesting question from the West Virginia end of it. I talked to Ren earlier today, just real quick, you know, on his way out of town. He's, you know, he's trying to catch a ton of different people and talk to different people. I know I'm all sure. the guys out there calling him and stuff like that but he called me back you know because i've covered the guy for you know five six yeah years. a little harder for me to get in touch with him than you i'm well, glad that's that you the had the conversation yeah. right he knows yeah. me and you know we have you know we've done a lot yeah. of stuff for each other and you know and he wants to be be able to kind of you know he was he put out a statement through north texas but i think it was just the right thing he probably thought that's it was the right, right thing for him to do yeah. to you know, to, to maybe give me a quote on the way out of town. I just didn't ask him about why West Virginia, because okay. I mean, from our perspective, you know, he's leaving. It doesn't really. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just interesting because I, I think that's, that's something that just rings to me when you, when you kept saying a couple of times, you didn't think it was a fit. You never thought West Virginia of all programs would be on the radar and Oklahoma state. Obviously they have that connection. It's another big 12 team. Obviously there could just be the simple fact that he doesn't want to wait around. And this was a major opportunity to take. Um, but it is, as you probably have heard from a lot of West Virginia fans and the way the West Virginia program has worked over the years, like it or not, they do usually appreciate West Virginia ties, whether they're be literal and really definitive. Shane Lyons was a West Virginia native, West Virginia alum, degrees all over the place. And Ren Baker is one of those few hires in the last couple decades that just has nothing at all connected to West Virginia or the school that could be good in a way to try to modernize thing. But that's also why I think it's a bit surprising move from the West Virginia perspective, because it's just a myriad of West Virginia ties, generally speaking. Well, that's now, what I'm saying. Neil Brown's not a West Virginia tie guy, but he's close in Kentucky and immediately ingratiated himself to the program. This is just totally out of not even the similar region of the country. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying that he's not a, a, a good fit for there. I'm just saying it's not what you would have guessed. Okay. Right? You know, okay. I think he, I think he'll do great out there. I think he's a, I think he's a brilliant AD. I think he's made a bunch of terrific hires. Um, they've got a lot to work with out there. I mean, I think he'll do great because he's done okay. great everywhere he's ever been. It's just that, you know, sometimes you don't, like you're saying, a lot of times there's some kind of connection that brings you to that specific guy. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like when they hired the, like the last basketball coach they hired here, Grant McCaslin, who's done really well. Well, you know, he had a tie with the uh, the second in command guy there, Jared Mosley, who used to be the AD at, at Abilene Christian. Well, Jared Mosley 
hired him or tried to hire him at ACU before he ended up jumping to Baylor as an assistant coach. So, you know, there's always those kind of ties. So that's the thing that's interesting about this is there wasn't really that tie there. But, um, you know, I think it's just the overall resume and just what Baker has done throughout his career that probably led them to him. You know, if you read the release that they put out in the statements from their athletic director, you know, he talks a lot about, you know, a guy that's, you know, can navigate the changing landscape of college athletics and the various different things with NIL and the portal and all that. And well, I think Ren's kind of proven himself a little bit there at a smaller institution. You know, they've raised a ton of money. They've put up a bunch of facilities at a place that really needed it and kind of built a, a portfolio there at North Texas that really puts them at the, you know, at the upper echelon probably of what you would want at a group of five program. Well, you know, that makes him attractive to schools everywhere. Now, why he ended up deciding that West Virginia was the place and why West Virginia decided he was the right fit for them. I mean, that's something you'd have to ask. Well, I'm going to ask on Monday. <laughs> yeah, we have I mean, a, so I, I will definitely ask on Monday. I just was curious because you offered that you were surprised and I have, I've seen that all over the place. It seems like both sides were yeah. kind of surprised. And this, again, as you know, with media today, it, it, it's, it's really surprising for it to really stay tight lipped until like two minutes before the, it becomes a thing. And then a couple hours later, you get an announcement. Tip of the cap. Uh, both sides kind of did well on this because clearly conversations were happening prior to today with Ren Baker, the new AD at West Virginia. He does keep Neil Brown another season. That's not necessarily just his decision, but they've been talking, and Neil Brown will stay on another year. Brett Vito joining me here from the Denton Record Chronicle. He covers North Texas. So then you've been able to experience – the ride from 2016 to now. And you look at the resume, you read a bio of what he's accomplished. You talked about modernizing things and NIL and the transfer portal. Transfer portal's been an issue for West Virginia. It's been a mass exodus for a couple of years, even though they got players coming in. Players leaving has been a higher premium, and that's obviously a problem. There's the Country Road Trust and different things trying to help with NIL money and that end of uh, end of it, but that needs improved as well. So maybe that younger mind, Gordon Gee, you mentioned the president of the university did touch on all of that in terms of why hiring Ren Baker. And we'll get to more of that later with more coverage, but how has Ren Baker been able to ascend outside of this weird story from like going from janitor to coach to administrator at all these schools and, and major programs before North Texas, not just group of five life it, it Memphis, Missouri, as you mentioned before, despite not running his own chip, but coming to North Texas in 2016, how did he go from there to here? And how did he put all of those teams on the map? How did he have the success that he's had? How did he do it? Football, basketball, Olympic sports? Because I don't think anybody outside of now looking up Ren Baker probably is as aware of the success, even of the overall athletic program at North Texas over that period of time. And every now and then you see contending teams football wise, but yeah, that it's a program that was not really as much on the national map prior to Ren Baker. And it's easier said than done to do it as an unknown at a group of five with all those resources that are there in the state, but not necessarily at North Texas. And at that point he would even have been a younger, less experienced person who had not, run a ship before. So to do it that quickly seems really impressive to me. 
you were able to witness it. How did he get it done in your eyes? Well, I think there's the same way everybody else gets it done. So what they ended up doing is he came in and he made a series of, of, of good decisions as far as who he hired from the, in the athletic department and as, and as far as coaches. And then he was able to build some relationships. There's, I mean, you know, there's a lot of money in the Denton area. You know, there's, there's some people with some cash around here. And he, he had, you know, the funny thing about, about North Texas, is you think about in Texas, you think about they're all oil guys and North Texas, like the biggest booster. One of them's an aloe vera guy. Another is <laughs> a car dealer guy. Another is a lawyer guy, you know, and, you know, so the, he made, he made some good relationships with some, with some boosters that were able to give him enough money to, to do some serious facilities work. They put up a $16 million indoor practice facility on donations from a handful of people, which was a tremendous boost for North Texas. They renovated the athletic center uh, with some money there. He had a really good relationship with the president who, you know, they made, they made uh, kind of an agreement where the university would pay for part of some of the facility improvements and the athletic department would raise the other half, you know? And so, they did a lot of really smart things there with um, raising money and getting some key boosters in place. And then the other thing that he did, which is true of any athletic director, is he just made some really good coaching hires, right? You know, um, they lost Johnny Jones to LSU a few years ago, who's a really good coach here, would be a Hall of Famer, and then they kind of fell off the map in basketball. And I mentioned Grant McCaslin. They ended up hiring him, which ended up looking like a dicey, you know, kind of a going out on a limb proposition because he was like a career – small school guy that um, landed his first job at Arkansas state and was okay. You know, he had a good first year at Arkansas state. They paid a boatload of money to well for North Texas anyway, to buy him out of his contract at Arkansas state. He immediately came over here and started winning 20 games a year. He goes to the NCAA tournament wins a game. You know, he went to the NIT last year and won a game, you know, they've been consistently been really good. Uh, they hired, you know, they hired a softball guy who was, um, you know, Mark, who had had some success at the small college level and then had a, some success at a smaller Division One school, they hired him in. Well, he takes him to the NCAA tournament, and they win a couple of games. They go to the finals against Oklahoma State. You know, they hire uh, a good women's golf coach away from Texas State, and he ends up going to the NCAA tournament with the girls' golf team, and, you know, they had a lot of success there. So he's just made a bunch of really good coaching hires and, you know, raised a lot of money at a school where, you know, traditionally you wouldn't think that that would be the case. And I think that's what really has kind of set him apart. And, you know, they, and they talked about that when they hired him in, you know, that he's been a lot of places where, you know, there wasn't a lot of money and there are places where there were money and he succeeded in both. Yeah. And you look at, you look at football because obviously that's the most important thing here. It really is. And certainly the West Virginia program. And you did mention the success with basketball and through the Olympic sports and everything else with the department. That's very, very important, obviously. And West Virginia has been a program that likes to have success across the board, not just football, certainly basketball, the women's soccer team winning the big 12 going the NCAA tournament this year. It's been plentiful all through the docket in a new era for the women's basketball team right now, obviously Huggins continuing on, with the basketball program on the men's side. But if you go to football, he got there in 2016. People are going to want to know this five and eight, nine and five, nine and four, four, four and eight, a couple down seasons in there, but six and seven, seven and five right now. So you're seeing 
a major jump from where the football program was. You had that one nine-win season back in 2013 in Conference USA, but prior to that nine-win season, it's four, five, three, two, one, 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 two wins. Really, the football team wasn't really on the map as much. And from 2016 on, it's been five bowl appearances for a Conference USA team and four six-plus win seasons. In there, they got another one off the, off the the five wins. That's that's really impressive in that small a uh, period of time as well. Well, I mean, he and the thing you got to remember there is he inherited Seth Luttrell, the, the head. Okay, coach. I was going to ask you that because they, it was around the, he got there in 2016, so he did they, inherit him. Okay, so they hired Seth, and then and then the old athletic director he ended up stepping down, and so he kind of inherited that he inherited Seth. Okay. But, uh, you know, I think he's done. He's done some a lot. He's still of, been working hand in hand, though, because Seth, Seth, and him thing. got there around the same time. Even if yeah, he inherited, so, that's yeah. the thing. He he did right. a lot of. You know, he didn't hire the guy, but he did a lot of things to help facilitate right. the 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 success that Seth had along the way. You know, they put up the indoor practice facility that we talked about. They renovated the athletic center. They got you know they got better they he's real big on nutrition and strength and conditioning and so the support staff got a lot better and he gave you know and seth always talks about um you know the ren get when ren was there he gave you everything you possibly could need to succeed and that's where i think he deserves some credit there is he gave seth the foundation that helped him you know have some really successful seasons there and for north texas you know, a lot of North Texas fans are kind of disgruntled about Latrell because he hasn't really pushed past and, you know, won a conference title or won a bowl game. They're like, oh, uh, five yeah, I, I see they haven't won any of the bowl games. Right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I think Ren deserves a lot of credit for, you know, kind of putting the foundation in place that has helped Seth really, um, you know, put together a pretty good program. I mean, you, you talked about North Texas only had 13 bowl appearances in program history and, you know, Seth's got like half of them, you know, and right. they've had some really crappy luck in bowl games. I mean, like they played, you know, Utah State when Utah State had Jordan Love. They played Troy when Troy probably had its best team ever and had a fringe NFL quarterback. You know, they they they, they had they Army the first year he was there. He wasn't expected to go to a bowl game. They got to a bowl game and Army scored on fourth and goal from three to beat him. You know, they just had some some rough luck at times, but yeah, I mean, that's the one thing, but I think he just does deserve a lot of credit for kind of putting the foundation. Yeah, it, it, it definitely appears that way. Just kind of looking across the board and, and kind of what he's done, especially in the football field. And you only have the one program bowl win in program history, the hard Dallas bowl back in 2013. So yeah, Ren doesn't get one of those, but five bowl appearances, you mentioned that a 13 overall, that's really impressive. And that's a, this is the renaissance of of North Texas football this last six or seven years. So I could understand wanting to finally win a bowl game and push through. We have seen group of five programs be able to push through and get more than just one nine win season in, in, in that chunk of time and, and be able to go beyond, but Hey, uh, all those bowl appearances, uh, not necessarily the case right now for West Virginia. West Virginia misses a bowl this year. West Virginia has three out of four losing seasons. So it's a power five job, but certainly a step up for Ren Baker. Brett, I appreciate the time for sure. Again, it was kind of a surprising piece of news from our side of things. Sounds like maybe a little bit surprising 
for you, but it probably was the inevitable. And I worked for a, a small college in the past as well. It's the inevitable that a guy like that is eventually going to get a step up. And I, I think it could have been something that he just couldn't turn down because there is an opportunity to really take his career to an incredible heights and to the next level if this would work out. But we also see the, the rope and latitude that he gets because Shane Lyons thought he was going to get longer of a uh, longer of a rope than, than he apparently got. So Brett, I appreciate the time again. Maybe we'll be talking to you. I'll give you some of the answers that Ren tells us on the Monday press conference, because I'm going to ask him some of these same questions and maybe we'll finally narrow down why West Virginia for him. Well, that's a pertinent question for your guys. And you know, that, yeah. the why West Virginia, you know, I mean, for us, it was, you know, there's going to be someone yeah. program i mean that's kind of kind of right. blatantly obvious you know that, that that was the thing so yeah good luck on that i'm sure he'll give you some good answers he's always he's always good at press conferences so he, he sounds like he seems like kind of a nice guy it also seems like he's pretty active on social media and he kind of has that modern mentality so he seems like he'll be fun to cover just yeah, off he, of what i'm looking at right now yeah he's a good guy so i mean okay. he'll, he'll do well out there Okay. Well, all right. Well, Brett Vito again, as he is the North Texas beat writer with the Denton Record Chronicle. Ren Baker from North Texas to West Virginia. He goes from North Texas, Denton, Texas to Morgantown, West Virginia, stepping up from group of five to power five. And you can do the Google search of your own, your own self in terms of what he did at North Texas, whether it be football or across the board. I wasn't as familiar with him prior to this news as any of you probably weren't, but He's coming, and honestly, the the resume is impressive, and it sounds like he actually could be the right fit regardless of ties or not. So that'll do it. Once again, check out WV Sports Now for all of our coverage. From the hiring of Ren Baker, Neil Brown staying on as head coach, and all of that and then some, and how this connects the dots to recruiting, because there were several recruits who flat out told me directly they were locked into West Virginia, but only if Neil Brown would stay, and that was the contingency for them. Neil Brown's still there. So we're waiting to hear from those recruits if that actually is now still the case for them. I'd imagine this top 35 recruiting class would stay intact with Neil Brown back for one more year. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.